0: What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Rookie Ball. In fact, it's a very special episode because today is the Bengals special. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I won't get into it too much because I want to talk about it at the end of the episode with you guys, but I'm slightly upset to see the Bengals lose. But congratulations to the Rams, and I hope you guys really enjoy this episode because we have a lot of special guests, a lot of fun activities, and a lot. To get into. I'm Eros Phoenix Hygus, and everybody, welcome to Rookie Ball. I'm speaking with one of my closest friends, one of the biggest Bengals fan I know, Anthony Coletta. Anthony, how are you feeling today?
1: Um you know what? Honestly, I'm going to be honest right now and say I'm I, I'm better than I was yesterday. Um that game yeah. was was rigged. Um I I I get that the T Higgins call should have been called, whatever. Uh I'm not going to debate that. I I think T Higgins definitely had a huge penalty on Ramsey, which caused that touchdown, but... At the end of the day, though, I, th- I think he still would have gotten that ball over Ramsey. However... I, I
0: think the big difference for me is how, like, game-changing the Logan Wilson one was.
1: Oh, for sure. No, no, no. Is well, it... well what's, what pisses me off is, if you noticed, there, were, there was, like, one penalty called before the two-minute warning when the game was on the line.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: If you if you if you if anyone sits here and tells me Vegas doesn't have something to do with this, you're wrong.
0: For me, it's just the fact it's just the fact of like I don't know. The last 8 playoff games have been like so like literally down to the last play and I'm like how possible is that? You know what I mean? Like it's starting to get to the point where it's a little too obvious.
1: I I will say I think that this year a lot of teams were very evenly matched. Other than, well, I mean the playoff teams. Not obviously not all teams because there were a lot of teams that were Mm. absolute dog water. Yeah, um, that Logan Wilson call was BS. Full bullshit. That was an. um, That was awesome coverage by Wilson. I don't want it to seem like
0: we're, like, being salty no, or anything. because but... you want
1: to know something? If they would have scored on fourth and goal without that penalty, I would have given it to them. Cool, great job, Rams. You win this game if you score on fourth and goal. Because that penalty, shit, if, without a penalty, fourth and goal, you know what I mean? So they scored, mm-hmm. dope, good for them. It, I. I it, it makes sense. But the fact of the matter is there was two penalties – I don't even know if there was two. There might have only been one. Up until the last two minutes. In those last two minutes, right after that Wilson penalty, there were four combined penalties. Four, three yeah. of them on the Bengals. One of them put them on the goal line.
0: And then two on the last, like, four downs. And
1: I've seen so many pictures. Aaron Donald was a whole
0: okay, seven gonna inches offside. I going seen that. I was going to ask if you saw that because I, I literally was like, oh, shit.
1: Offsides by at least seven inches. Like, that is, dude, there's 46 seconds to go. Last play of the game for the Bengals, unless that gets called. Yeah. 46 seconds. That should have been a free play. Listen, again, like yeah. I said, the Rams, I have nothing against the Rams. I have nothing against the Rams. I think.
0: Uh, I'm not a big LA. Honestly, I, I don't should. like.
1: I don't really like LA for any sport, but I have nothing against the Rams. I, I think they have an awesome, solid team. They've got probably the probably the best front seven in all of the NFL. But it's just, so, it's just so demoralizing to know that this game was actually decided by the refs. A lot of games, people can say what they want. Oh, refs decided this game. Oh, refs decided this game. When that's just out of like, anger that their team lost. But if you watch the game, this game was decided by the fucking refs. Like, there's no doubt about it.
0: Yeah, because when I'm like, so a lot of people said that the refs decided the Bengals and Raiders game. And I'm looking, I'm like, eh, it kind of felt like even the whole time. But, like, with this one, it's like, yeah, there was one missed call on the Bengals, but there was, like, four that were called for the Rams that the Bengals didn't do
1: You didn't on. also see, on that Logan Wilson hold or whatever, their entire line false started. That so, should have never even been a play. Is, that play should have never the, existed.
0: The big calls that like really made problems in the game, and there's four of them, and three of them were towards the Rams. One was the no con T yeah, Higgins. That's a, that's a big one. Obviously, was.
1: I think that that should have been a, a, a serious call. I think T Higgins should have, I think mask. T Higgins could have caught that without the face mask. I, I, I he, yes. he he could have lost Ramsey small he could have easily mossed Ramsey but
0: the other three are Jalen Ramsey completely held T Higgins on that one pass I don't know if you might of towards the beginning of the game but we had to settle for yes I goal. know
1: exactly what you're talking about yep
0: yep Uh, there was of course the no call or the call on Logan Wilson call, The VS call the NFL think that says and, of course, the yeah, Aaron Donald was offsides. <laughs> and it's it's so weird because, yeah. I, I, don't think, I, I honestly right. think
1: the biggest call that didn't happen, the biggest no call, and no one's going to talk about this, but the fact on that same play that uh, Logan Wilson was called for the hold, they their entire false. line oh. jumped like a whole second before the ball was snapped. Like, the ball wasn't um, stopped, and the they were all playing. And then, I don't know if I'm, I watched like, it in slow, uh, like... By the way, great. I also watched it in slow motion to make sure I wasn't, like, like, just, like, mm-hmm. like, petty that my team lost, and I wasn't just, you know, I had to check myself. I was like, am, am I actually seeing what I think I'm seeing, or am I just being fucking pissed because my team just allowed a touchdown that was fully, easily, you know... Also, we should have never put Eli Apple on the best receiver in... The NFL this year.
0: Well, Awuzie was injured.
1: Uh, still, Mike Hilton could have done better than Eli. Yeah. I I, I mean, also, Hilton is a slot corner. I don't know why we didn't have Hilton on him.
0: Yeah, it's... Uh, okay, so here's the thing for me. I'm like... I was real upset last night. I'm not crazy upset all. Well, yeah, yeah obviously,
1: dude, last night, I but, was I was in tears. I was fuming. I was fuming. But was it like... Just for me,
0: I, I felt like P Ryan didn't really try yeah. to catch the okay. ball. I
1: don't think we should have ever ran the ball on third and one with P Ryan. Joe Mixon, Joe Mixon on that on that same drive or on the on, on in the second half was well, was just I, finding holes and doing really well. P Ryan isn't 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 as good as Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon could have gotten that first down. I get that. This get would have been that. a whole different ball game.
0: That's a that's a play call obviously problem but like I don't know it felt like
1: I love Zach by the way I love I love our coaching so I'm not gonna say anything bad about our coaching I love our coaching I've always loved Zach even when people were hating on him when we had that little drought this season love Zach love Zach so much um, I I think he's a great coach um, yes he's made mistakes I still think he's a great coach that was a big mistake though but also just
0: I don't know. Was it just me? I felt like the ball wasn't right in front of him on the fourth and one, and he didn't catch it.
1: Um, if you look at a different angle, it was like a. Okay. Was, was okay. It wasn't. He could have. Okay, honestly, it's the Super Bowl. The last play, he should have dove, but he could have risked injury diving by how his man. It's the Super distributed. Bowl. So. but, but CJ. I mean, give that to CJ Uzama, dude. Will dude will. Will tear his ACL three times it just to Just because I ball. talked
0: about it on Instagram, it's like I feel like I'm being blinded on how good this season was by the fact that we didn't win a Super Bowl. And like, no, no,
1: no, no, no. Oh my God, let me, look, dude. First and foremost, I am so proud of the Bengals. I am so proud of this team. But I also said to you before the season, and you remember this, that I think we'd make a playoff run. I remember I didn't when say you said we'd that. make the Super Bowl. I couldn't even believe that we made the Super Bowl. I could technically not believe that we made the Super Bowl. I was excited, obviously. But I am so proud of this team. And I am so excited for their future. Because think about it. We made it the Super Bowl, bro. You know how many people are going to want to come to Cincinnati now? We've already got Rob Gronkowski, probably the best blocking tight end, wanting to come to Cincinnati.
0: I think I was just...
1: We'll be back I, next year. I, we'll be back next year. We'll be back. I I, really I think we'll be back do next year. really
0: hope so. Cause it's it's tough to make the Super Bowl. I'm just.
1: Oh yeah, it's yeah. not an every year thing. I mean, even in Tom Brady's Tom Brady and the Patriots legacy, they only made it six times out of the what seventeen seasons that Tom Brady For was me, on the team. It's
0: just the fact of like now I kind of get how like Matthew Stafford felt his whole career where it's like it's so frustrating yeah, yeah to have all these years of like no success and
1: okay but he played but that's the what Lions, I'm saying is he's
0: like i don't know it's i'm trying to find a better example maybe even like an aaron rodgers which i
1: i'm also just pissed that i'm also really pissed that uh obj got to oh I, I
0: i have no problem with obj getting a ring
1: i i don't Okay, I don't really like OBJ personally, but that's just a personal I thing. I personally
0: feel like... I wasn't, like...
1: But I also hate that... I also do believe that the Browns I, well, yeah, killed Yeah, I wasn't his career. rooting
0: for OBJ, but, like, he definitely has been through the struggle. Like...
1: I think Aaron Donald deserved a ring. I think Matthew Stafford deserved a ring. But I think the Bengals deserved this more than anyone. Just because of how... I mean, what, name a person, a, a, a professional analyst, that said the Bengals... We're going to be well, even 500. I, like, people expected us like, to go 3 14.
0: of who deserves it more. There's, like, everybody in the NFL besides Tom Brady deserves a ring. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> yeah, because he already has enough.
0: Yeah, like, he's the only one where I'm like, oh, yeah, he probably shouldn't get another one. And I'm just like...
1: I will be honest and say it just seems so... Fitting that we lost because of like basically a sack.
0: Well, yeah, I will that's, just say. okay. Oh, okay. That's what's messing with me is because everyone's talking about how Aaron Donald was off sides and I'm just like, of course it was him, right? Of course he had to get the sack. He had to be the one that end the game. That, no.
1: The one that's offsides to end the game—he's he's offsides. the star player. He got the, he's the
0: one everyone was rooting for. It, it weirds me out.
1: If he would have got—if you would have done that—if you would have done that same play while on sides, I would not have been as pressed. But fact of the matter is, he had a step on everyone.
0: Let alone—he had he's a like The greatest
1: defensive player of all time. No, he. Oh no, I'm not saying that he's not. But he's awesome. To give yourself I an advantage. Him and LT. Him and LT. Him and LT are the yeah, best defensive players but of all give time. To yourself like, an
0: advantage you? when you already are the best player, is
1: no. Literally, he would have probably gotten back there anyway, but it would have given Joe Burrow a half second longer to throw the ball, which could have, if you if you watched back, Jamar Chase got open because Ramsey fell over. That half second, okay, that half second. Could have been used to get that ball slung up to, to Jamar Chase for a touchdown. I'm just and he could like, have won game.
0: I don't know. I'm sitting here. I don't know if it's like me being upset. It just, it kind of confirmed for me. You know, people are gonna
1: say, hey, People are going to say that we're upset. People are going to say that we're upset because, you know, we're Bengals yeah. fans and our team lost. But it's just, it's just the way, I don't know. It's just the way they won. Like, it's just the way the Rams won. With four straight penalties on the Bengals two of them that were nothing um and then aaron donald being fully off well for me it- and not getting called and him getting the him getting the the play of the to finish the game like it's just like it really does feel like a split so was followed
0: bringing back to a point i brought up earlier it's literally like how did eight games in a row and i'm talking about like these are the best of the best going at it uh, at each other how did eight games in a row literally come down to the last snap? Like, there was a total of two kneels, I think, in the last eight playoff games. And it's like, how does that Yeah, it... that's
1: nuts. But like I said earlier, like I did say earlier, I think... I don't I don't know if I have a problem against that, because I just do think that... What, what was it? I do think that all the playoff teams, except for the, like the Steelers, were very evenly matched.
0: Yeah, it's just...
1: And I have, very evenly matched. I have I, no I really problem. do. People are going to say that I'm wrong cuz the Bengals were there, but I think we were I all I have very, no problem
0: with sports being slightly scripted, but like I don't know. I if they make it too obvious then the whole fun of the sport kind of goes away. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: It just it's weird. Okay, here here's the here's the narrative that it sounds like, right? I mean, the Rams, they bring in OBJ, they bring in Matt Stafford, they bring in uh, Von Miller, and they have Aaron Donald, and they're expected to make the the Super Bowl run. Right? They're expected
0: guys. And the Bengals,
1: the Bengals are projected to be terrible, the worst team. So we got a David versus Goliath of a storybook. That's that's the script that has been all season.
0: The Rams versus the Lions, because we had to face the Titans and then we had to face the Chiefs, and it's almost like,
1: yeah. I, I exactly, but it just feels so weird. And I'm not saying that the Bengals won these games because they were rigged to win those games. I think we deserved it. I just don't think that the Super Bowl, it it wasn't won the correct way.
0: So the the two topics I want to bring up before I like recap the season and everything. Is one, did you see like all the hate posts going towards Joe Burrow and Sam Hubbard for hanging out with Kid Cudi after the game? So, basically, no,
1: I stay out of like, I, I kind of stay out of that. They shit. went
0: to Kid Cudi's concert. Kid Cudi's from Ohio. Yeah, he's from Ohio. After, after the, the game, game, after the game. And like, they weren't like going crazy celebrating. They were just like there hanging out. And people were like, well, imagine if Cam Newton did this after 2015. Like, he would be put under, like, hell's fist for this. And I'm like, like do you know how hard it is to get to the Super Bowl and you're hating on this guy because he's going not out even that. to celebrate, like, doing something nobody's really ever done before?
1: It's it's not even that. It's not even that. Joe Burrow is, I mean, you know, the only the only second-year player to ever win a Super Bowl is Tom Brady.
0: I don't think he won it in a second right? year.
1: He Man. did. He won it in a second year.
0: The Rams. He won the Rams. against the right. Rams.
1: That's why everything was like 20 years apart. But he's a second year quarterback on a team that is expected to go three and fourteen. They make the Super Bowl out of the blue. No one expected this shit. No one expected this stuff at all. We're we're projected to be a top five, top five pick this year. He has every right. Our whole team has every right to celebrate, however the and I'm not fuck saying they like, want. Yeah, they deserve it. And they I'm... deserve it. They deserve it. The year that the that Cam Newton went to the Super Bowl, he was the MVP. They were projected to be. And good. I hate
0: this whole narrative of like, oh, he's taking the loss fine or whatever. Like, no, they're clearly upset. Like,
1: Cron- for the game he's not taking a the lot they weren't just he was trying to fucking drown out his emotions by having fun and like a lot of
0: people are starting to recognize it now because when you see him at the concert he's clearly not happy
1: no dude i mean like people i mean people think that the, that these players like they only play this game because it's fun not this is their life bro when they lose big games when they lose any game i said the same thing about college football when people say all these ball games no one's trying people like the people that are out there the kids that are out there bro they're putting their all into it for you to say that these that these motherfuckers aren't trying they've trained their entire lives yeah. for this they've trained their entire lives when they lose even if it's a regular season game they aren't happy they aren't going to just go oh well i guess we lost Ah, no. oh. he went out to, to like get rid of his emotions I mean, yeah
0: the man was beat up the man was he could have up. easily
1: he could have easily gone home and went to bed woke up the next day did a thousand push-ups but no dude he handled it the right way he went out had fun he 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 enjoyed the, the fact that he he basically did what everyone thought way was way impossible and to went to Super is, Bowl. Is,
0: and I know I'm not a Bengals player, I'm not... I know this doesn't mean as much to me as it means to them. But, like, they lost. I got really upset. And what we did is we had a whole group of people and we went out and played some, like, one-on-one wide receiver versus cornerback and played some games. You need to have these distractions and these fun things to do or else you truly are going to get in your head. And that's where you're going to kind of become Cam Newton, almost. Not to hate on Cam Newton. I love Cam Newton, but...
1: That's even... He- That's even like um, after the game. No, I, yeah, go I, ahead. Oh, sorry, sorry. I don't mean to cut you off. Sorry, sorry. After the game, I watched a lot of the like after the game uh-huh. pre- press conferences. And people are asking like, so what did you see on this play, that play? The players are like, I don't I don't know. We haven't even, we're not going to watch the tape for like yeah. a week. It, it, why? What do you want? Do you want these players to go home and relive what they just did? Yeah. Like how they just lost? You want these players to go home, turn on the tape. Oh, shit. We messed this up. Nah, dude, they're going to do that in a week after they've partied. They've gotten back into their, they've gotten all this negative energy out of their head. They want to well, be positive again. They're not going to go home, watch tape the yeah, rest of Yeah, and day the last thing I'll bring
0: up before I ask you a question real quick is like Cam Newton is a perfect example. A perfect example. He lost 2015 Super Bowl, got in his head. He was depressed. He walked off from the press conference. He was like, ah, this is the worst thing ever. Whereas Cam Newton's been since 2015, the man has been traveling between teams. He's not a starting quarterback anymore. It re- truly is a mental game, and you gotta be mentally tough.
1: And and Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow basically looked at the mental game and said, "Fuck you! I'm gonna go! Yeah, I'm gonna go have exactly. fun! I lost a big ass game. We, I'll be back! I'll be back! I'm who who gonna go has have fun Joe now." Burrow
0: this season, know that Joe knows that Joe Burrow is a very tough mentally guy and physically.
1: Not even that, like think about okay, this this might even be a stupid example to some people, but the Browns went 0-16 and threw a parade. Yeah. They threw a parade, bro. But Joe Burrow loses the Super Bowl and he goes out and now he's in trouble, he's under fire. Really? Yeah. Well but what? he doesn't he think no one wants to think about losing the Super Bowl. The fan I mean if if you if the fans think about it like this. If you're a fan of the Bengals and you felt some type of way, those players felt that massive amount more, way more than yeah. you felt it. I, I was crying. They were, they were, they yeah. were balling. I'm curious. But then you hear the best things from Awwazier after the game. He said, "The locker room, we were telling each other we love each other and that we're gonna be back. These players want to be here, but they also want to be happy. They're not gonna be negative for the next week yeah. and a half. We're gonna be back. I'm, I have no." Worries about this team. We're going to be back. We're going to, we're in this off season. We're going to bump up our O line. We're going to probably even get better, more defensive players too. We're going to be a solid team for decades, bro. For eight, at least a decade.
0: Well, I appreciate you being a true fan, Anthony.
1: Mark my words, always be a fan of the Bengals. And one day, I'm going to go to a Bengals Super Bowl. That's what I'll do.
0: I will join you on that.
1: We will go to a Bengals Super Bowl together.
0: And I also want to thank we'll, you for coming on. I
1: think we'll make it again when we can have more money. I think we'll make it again. I thank you. I, obviously, I think we'll make it again before that, but we'll make, we'll make it again. Yeah. I want to thank,
0: thank you for coming and knowing your shit. You had a lot of stuff to talk about, and it was amazing. Thank you for coming on, Anthony. We'll, we'll see you in future episodes.
1: Yeah, next, uh, mark my words. When the Spanglers win the Super Bowl, I'm going to shotgun a can of Skyline. Okay. <laughs> that will happen.
0: Thank you, Anthony. Yep. Likewise. All right. My next guest coming in is Michael Powell, a longtime friend from Cincinnati. He is here to talk about the halftime show. We are doing our halftime of the halftime here at Rookie Ball Podcast. Now, Michael, you have a lot of opinions on the halftime show. I want to know your favorite performance and your least favorite performance.
2: Okay, this is—it's weird. Uh, anyway, best—the best one was Kendrick Lamar. I—I—I—I I, I, I don't know if it's because I'm a giant Kendrick fan or because he brought way too much energy into every performance this man does like any any time you see him on a, a award show or just performing live he brings it but me and my entire family had the we're just mad because we knew this was kendrick's you know only super bowl halftime show appearance and that's not okay that nick that dude yeah. had way too many sh- songs to go and just make everybody in that crowd you know, fucking flip. Uh,
0: I think it's safe to say because uh, just to give uh, assurance to people, Michael and I recorded this yesterday fully through uh, and all the files didn't happen and it was real messed up. Yes. So we're all repeating all the stuff that we talked about, but w- we both agreed that Kendrick and M probably could have done this on their own, let alone, both of them individually probably could have done their own
2: Um, show if they but like you said yesterday the premises of the entire show was dedicated to dre and all the people he brought through and so i I mean that's great and all but i think people would have had more fun if dre and snoop had people like them like I, i said queen latifah last night um heck ludicrous in my opinion 50 was already there, so that was a good fit. You know, a couple other, you know, big, yeah, did, you know. Hell, they they could have just had, like, you know, new edition, but I know it was freestyle and it was rap, so I didn't think they would add any type of r and I just thought it, if we're going to have, no offense, if we're going to have the older generation have their time, I think it would have been better if older generation had their actual Super Bowl. And then just left M. And Kendrick. To do their own. Instead of giving them one minute. Of showtime Each.
0: I think probably. What they did. Or what I would think that they did. Would be. Uh, they probably went to Dr. Dre. And was just like. Hey we want you to perform at the halftime show. Bring whoever you want. And. He probably brought the people that he found because he knew that they were gonna be able to do a show and work together. well. that's probably what I think. I think they went to Dr. Dre. I was like, just bring whoever you want. They probably yeah. said, bring Snoop Dogg. Because, yeah. I mean, that's the duo that everybody knew was gonna happen. But Ooh, yeah, yeah, I I I don't know. It's it's tough because it was really nice to see hip-hop and rap put in there uh, instead of just this years and years of pop artists that we've gotten over and over again. It does suck because we talked about this yesterday, how it's very likely that this could be one of the last ones uh, with artists like this again because they went against a lot of NFL rules and sayings that they shouldn't do, do's and don'ts. We talked about Snoop. Wasn't supposed to wear a blue bandana. Decided to wear an entire blue suit outfit. Uh, Dr. Dre was supposed to take out some lyrics about incriminating the police. He absolutely kept them in as he should. Eminem was asked not to take a kneel. Uh, which was for Tupac. But the NFL knew that it would be taken in an, in another way. Uh, Eminem still decides to kneel. They were... As Dr. Dre said, they were professionals. They knew what they had to do because they wanted to do it. Um, and another point I forgot to even mention uh, last night because the whole point they didn't want Snoop Dogg wearing the blue bandana was, you know, Snoop Dogg is a crip. They didn't want that being shown too publicly. I totally yeah. forgot to mention the man crip-walked over yes. the whole stage I thought the entire we, we time. We knew this. Every. Yeah, well, no, everybody does. I just forgot yeah. to mention it. I mean, the man crip walked over dude. the entire oh
2: yeah, Homeboy was straight. <laughs> Did not get you hits. He was killing those. Trip-walks. That was.
0: That was. It was a great mixture of Snoop Dogg was just having fun. I mean, obviously, there's backstage of him smoking a blunt smoking right, right before performing. Yeah, the man smokes every day. He's out there having fun dr dre's out there having fun eminem is taking this shit seriously he wants to pop kendrick is doing his creativity all over it was just great blend of just yeah. every side oh of not art.
2: every Oh, not on every side mary j no even nah.
0: even mary had no. this yes she did so yeah uh take a take a step by step okay like, so it opens you know
2: dre comes up on the platform and then Snoop's right there going, na da na da and all that. So they go at it. That's great. That was because Dre and Snoop, we always, you know, I never think anyone was like, oh, this is a magical pair up. Like everyone expected that. So that was great. What What did take me for a loop and I should have expected but didn't, like everybody else, was 50 being there and i i I do i do believe if they would have advertised 50 that mary j would have been foreshadowed you know straight up the just non-existent so i felt like they kept them off for yes the surprise element but also for like you know yeah to also you know not have another cold play incident if yeah if you remember the cold play halftime show you don't because you referred as the beyonce and bruno mars
0: yeah (laughs) the bruno mars yeah no
2: that was cold (laughs) they were it was supposed to be them
0: see but for for me the surprise factor in that one was so great now i don't understand why they wouldn't just say bruno mars because he was like the biggest artist that year but if for a person who consistently watches super bowls to see that surprise element was very nice now I don't know how that helps them uh ratings-wise, but at the time it was very cool. And I thought I thought the addition of 50 was very good. I did not think he was gonna show up as a surprise guest, but I was surprised that he wasn't in the original lineup. Uh, so I guess in a way I expected him to be there, because he is, you know, part of Dre's whole uh foundation that he's made of all these amazing artists. But Yeah, I I was surprised to see him there, but I was surprised he was not picked originally. But of course, I don't know why. Let's,
2: let's. So, Dre, oh, 50. By the way, props to 50 for hanging himself upside down and then bringing himself back up. I did, no one expected him to do that on his own. Like, if you watch the footage, he did that on his own. Like, he went up, full pull up, body tilt, hang.
0: If anybody hasn't seen the raw footage of the set all happening at the same time, there's just so much movement, and there's so much that goes into a Super Bowl halftime show, but this one, you know, is, it felt more like the artists were doing stuff instead of, like, the production team carrying them Yeah, stuff. yeah. Because I talked about it yesterday, One of the most, and I I talked about, I don't like her music. I really don't like her. Katy Perry had one of the most electric uh, Super Bowl halftime shows, but as I said, it wasn't because of her. It was because of the amazing set that was built, the transitions. I mean, come on, the huge-ass lion that that came in out of nowhere. Like, Mm -hmm. it was super badass, but it had nothing to do with Katy Perry. It just had to do with... And I know Katy Perry isn't the one designing the set out there, so I'm not even going to, like, acknowledge that that might be possible. Katy
2: Perry will always be one of the top female singers. Thank you. Success Thank does you. not you. equal Thank you. good art. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Anyways, you.
0: moving on. I think we moved past Mary. No, we didn't. Except for we didn't. We the, the girl... girl. Go ahead, do not go even, ahead, don't try to skip
2: it. over her, cause, yo, Mary. We gotta talk. How dare you play one hit song and then go back into your sad about sad song about your domestic abuse abuse and all that? I mean, we know, we know. I, I'm not trying to say let's look over it. I'm just saying, like, bro, you, I, you got another, you got other hits you can be playing. You should be. I mean, that's still be singing other songs than the song that no one really knows. I'm talking about the second song she sung after she fell out. Like, like, Uh, well, I I I don't know. I have two hypotheses. So the first song she sang, "Let's Get It Poppin'." So anyway, she was lip-syncing hardcore on that. Very, very, very much lip-syncing. We knew we knew that because when she was dancing, her mouth and other other things were noticeable that gave us hints towards her not actually singing. Then second song hits, they turn off the uh backtrack, she starts singing live. She stops moving so damn much, you can hear this nigga pant. Like pant pant. <laughs> so <laughs> She's, she's over there going into this emotional-ass song that no one in the crowd is singing along to. Everyone at home was like, this is that one song that we listen to in the shower for no reason. And we're just like, this isn't that famous. This isn't that famous. Why are you singing this? Like, yo, Go do other other songs you have.
0: Well, I talked about it. They just placed her in a very weird spot because her second song was more of a ballad. And You know, not saying that she should have ended the show. Obviously, they ended the show in a very uh, amazing way. But to put her right in between 50 Cent and Kendrick Lamar singing a ballad when... Kendrick Lamar is a very lyrical, fast-rapping, you know, artist. To put a ballad right before him, it just doesn't work tech-wise. Um... I don't know. It was just a weird place to, and I know they had to yeah, fit her in somewhere, place. but to fit, because Mary J. Blige is amazing. I love Mary J. Blige, but to put her, and I get it, she's part of. I, I, you know, I know I'm being a hypocrite here. She just didn't fit in with with the group, which is weird to say, but you know, you have a whole bunch of hip hop rap artists and. Mary J. Blige does hip pop but she is disagree a singer. Or
2: agree. One, I disagree mainly because of bro. If I if she if she sung and if she went into like any of her other songs, I feel like she would have fitted. Like literally. There's a good three. And I'm not gonna hit all those high notes because I don't wanna be on here be like, you know, Luke. I agree. Cause I can think of a number of female artists that could have taken her spot that are black. I don't really know what to say on that. It's not. It's neither. No, she didn't deserve to be there, or she did deserve to be there. It's like okay, they picked some. they picked a female artist. It worked.
0: Well, I think she deserved to be there. I, I think. And just then she proved me wrong setting. when she
2: fell out on the damn stage. I'm sorry, that was stupid. as... <laughs> what was that?
0: I think if maybe there was a year where it was like. Latifah, Mary J. Blige, Beyonce. Beyonce, like that she, would be she, cool. Nope. But I think she's right not there. allowed to come we'll back to that. Super Bowl uh, I want to thank you, Michael, for coming, the, okay. for coming on the two podcast. I really appreciate you. Two I'm enough. sure will be Bruno seeing some episodes. Bruno gets two. And Justin so Template gets weekend, two. And I will and, talk um, to you in a,
2: in a Beyonce bit. Beyonce gets two. And a couple other people get two. Then, then, then no. No more. No. Hendrick.
0: Fair enough. All right. Well, getting. You said his name right Kendrick. there. Boy, Getting boy, I
2: ain't never point. been so proud of my life. That boy got on the damn <laughs> stage and tore it up. Oh my God. He didn't, he didn't use the stage. He, he didn't really use the stage. Did. He used boxes. He's, the homeboy had a row of 18, 20, 25 boxes with all black, alpha, cap, you know. Oof. Just, there's so much to break down.
0: He made the most. Homeboy. The time he
2: choreography camera shots this dad,
0: the cinematography was
2: him spectacular. I don't even, even want to say him dancing like he just he just he just killed it like oh my mother Eww. ah just next time you're in the
0: for anyone wondering he was also my favorite no, part
2: no he was the favorite part but, then,
0: Not by but everyone. then
2: my entire family was like like we said earlier Eminem and Kendrick not even having... They could have had their own, but if they were just the main, those two were just the main of that... of that show?
0: It was weird to say... It was weird to see out of the entire lineup that Eminem had the, like... That was
2: weird. After Kendrick's
0: spectacular moment. No disrespect... No disrespect to uh, a lot of the artists out there, but at a time, and I get all of them have been at one point in their career, but Eminem has been one of, if not the biggest artists at a point yeah, in the history of, of music. Uh, nope. Has Snoop Dogg ever been, like, the guy? No, he's been the like, godfather. The one guy? Okay. I'm just saying, like, I don't know. And it's it was just weird to see probably the most like advertised artist in history uh, not have that. I don't
2: time. know what's up with that. I don't know why they left those two just to use your little scraps. But they made the most of them. They did what they could with them. Can uh absolutely shout out to everybody who noticed Anderson Pack. Thank you.
0: Yep acting like he was literally famous, just, just playing thinking drums.
2: he digging nobody would notice him straight up was just like playing and stuff
0: i just i really want to know how that conversation i really
2: do went down because i think
0: i know how like Dre just came up to Anderson. he's like do you want to play no
2: because dre in and anderson have a friendship i don't think it's through the gta game they're in gta 6 if you if you know um they're in gta 6 together and um anderson and kendrick have a friendship Anderson has a lot of friends that were there that night, and so every, mainly everybody yeah. on that stage is just like, you know, I don't have a problem with Anderson being there, and especially Dre, since, you know, they kind of spend time together. So Anderson, being the drummer he is,
0: <laughs>
2: like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, the
0: band was amazing, the dancers Man, were amazing, final, huh? um,
2: He <laughs> wasn't, She wasn't. She She was not.
0: Just for my defense, she was my least favorite part, but I don't think she She was was. horrible. But Michael has an opinion.
2: God, lip sync. All
0: right. Then one thing, and I'm really sad we don't get the magic of me completely correcting you here uh, anymore. But last night, you brought up the transition into the ending song. Dr. Dre plays a song. Uh, I Ain't Mad At Ya, by Tupac, but you believed yes. he was playing Don't what? Leave,
2: Blackstreet, everyone in my, everyone, at, and these are older generational people that were at the Super Bowl, the way that I was at, everyone was like, don't leave? That was random, and no one caught that that was the same, it's it's not identical, they're the same, they're, it's the same piano part that goes to Tupac's song, and... uh, Phoenix told me, well, that's Tupac. And I was like, what? So we did a side by side comparison. Those piano parts exactly the same. I don't know who sampled what.
0: Well, yeah, we don't know. I'm assuming when did the song come out? 12 Mm -hmm. years ago? Oh, so then they definitely sampled sampled off of Tupac. Okay. So, yeah, there you go. We know he was honoring Tupac, Eminem honored Tupac. There was a lot of clearly, clearly honoring Tupac. They did California love because it, uh, to talk about, uh, something that we haven't talked about yet. It was a West coast performance and even Eminem who was from Detroit, so not West coast, his performance was put aside on a trailer park, which if you don't know, Eminem was raised in a trailer park in Detroit Why trash as hell so that being said it's supposed to be west coast performance the one thing that is being overlooked uh by people that don't aren't really aware Oh yeah we talked about this the
2: first this was the first thing we talked about we
0: talked this was the first thing we were so excited to talk about because the set is is block party it's the streets of compton it's the streets they were raised in you know the west side of california and anyone i had a lot of people that i was at the super bowl with watching the game uh that weren't really aware which you know i'm not gonna go and trash on them for not knowing what the set meant um but i had a lot of people saying like "Ah, this set is boring like there's no complexity to it and i was like but that's what you don't understand is there's a lot of well not really complex things to it, but there's just things you need to be aware yeah. of in yeah. the situation. Because um, if anyone doesn't know, Kendrick, the area where he performed in, I believe was actually the street he was raised in. Um, they had a genuine exact map yeah. of Compton.
2: That was the floor uh, with the little lights and everything. Yep. Yep.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And Doing their homes, obviously. Snoop Dogg went downstairs, and it was, I believe, a model his of he his the living room home. He had pictures of his, him yeah. and his grandma, him as a, as a teenager,
2: transforming into a dog. And
0: as I said before, Dr. Dre came out the day before the performance, said, "We are going to be professionals." You know, that's why this show is going to be different than all the other halftime shows you have ever seen. And I will agree, this show was significantly yes. different from other halftime shows that we've ever seen. No one. That being said, we discussed this yesterday. But to wrap it up, because somehow the halftime show right now of rookie ball is longer than the actual talking about the sports. But I wanna know, I wanna know Michael, where does this rank? It's for
2: creativity, it's up there. For performance in order it's below Prince
0: because for me and I already told you this for me it's third right now right below Michael Jackson and Prince it's not third oh god and then but I feel like we did agree in terms of what it meant in halftime shows like the meaning behind it it's number one it's number one yeah this is something we're never gonna see again because these are artists that have no fear of media of corporations they are gonna do what they want to do and you genuinely can't stop them as it was shown in the show so i really do hope that we get to see something similar uh I talked to Michael because we were both very hopeful that Kendrick may have another appearance please, on halftime show. Please. I don't think please. it'll happen. Which Ooh. sucks because I want to see that as well, but I really don't think it'll to. happen considering considering that they just didn't play to the NFL's. Give shits.
2: Kendrick need to get his ass back up there. I
0: know I know we don't give two
2: Kendrick need to get his ass back um, up there.
0: The, The only situation I see this really working in is if it gets almost a Spongebob in 2017 type petition going on, which I don't know if you remember that, Michael, but everyone wanted to see Spongebob in the the halftime show because as creator passed away, or I'm sorry, not, yeah, one of the creators passed away. Uh, That was Maroon 5 and Travis Scott. And... Uh, You know, it was a very small They section. still did it. They still did it. I was disappointed by it, but they still did it. And I feel like that's almost the level of popularity that it needs to have to have any of these artists yeah. back for a Super Bowl halftime show. But I think right there, we'll about wrap it up. Uh, I want to thank you, Michael, for coming on the for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate you. I'm sure we'll be seeing you in future episodes. So enjoy your weekend, and I will talk to you in a, in a bit. And that is also about going to do it for the first part of the Bengals special episode. That's right. There are two parts to this one. They will be uploaded at the same time. So as soon as you finish this one, if you want to hop on over to part two, I would greatly appreciate it. So... I will see you guys in part two, get out of here and come right back.